the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Good morning. Good day. Good afternoon. Whatever may be your case. Ooh, 9-11. That day has some, uh, some history tied to it, huh? Um... Let's talk money. Let's talk investing. Let's talk stock market. Let's get you to retiring. You're done. That's the goal of the show. Hopefully, we're able to learn one or two things per show that, that are valuable. Today, we're going to talk about investing in Twinkies. Good idea, bad idea. Um, and much, much more. Stocks are starting their week on the rise. September has a way of sliding. Not falling, crashing, but sliding. That implies lower. We're going to talk a little Google facing the Department of Justice today. Interesting stuff, to say the least. Um, let's talk about last week and where we are for the year. You know I like to do that. Um, let's see. How do we start today's show? Let's talk a little bit about today and a little bit about the year. So recovering from last week's losses is what I'm going to throw down as far as maybe a goal for the week. That's a tough one to say that's our goal. But sometimes sideways isn't down. If that helps. New report is finding that U.S. workers are very unhappy. Also a new report says by the end of 2024, 90% of companies want employees to come back to work. Which one do you think it's going to be? You think we're going to make the employees happy or we think we're going to get people back to work? 90% of companies say they will return to the office by the end of 2024. That's good news for real estate companies who are concerned on October. Keep it leases being open. Some stocks making the moves today. Alibaba. I found this one interesting. Um, this happened in the middle of the night. Alibaba, Zhang, unexpectedly. This in June, which wasn't that long ago. The company had said Zhang was leaving as chairman and CEO, and he was going to focus on the cloud intelligence unit. Now he's leaving the company altogether. Qualcomm. Stock up 7.4%. It said it's going to supply Apple with modems through five, uh, 5G modems through 2026. Continuing sales to Apple will benefit Qualcomm's handset businesses. It could soften the blow of potentially losing a critical customer. Other stocks in the news, Tesla. Oh, man. Um, there's a book coming out on Elon Musk, I think, this week. Written by Walter Isaacson, who did the Steve Jobs book. 
And what's very interesting about what's coming out is a lot of stuff on his personal life. He has 10 kids now. He had one kid, his third kid with crimes, totally no one ever heard about. Except that one out of the private view or public view into the private. But that stock's up 6% today before the bell after Morgan Stanley upgraded shares to overweight from equal weight, citing an autonomous driving growth. Wall Street firm that upgraded them, Morgan Stanley, called software and services revenue the biggest value driver for Tesla. Knowing that full self-driving isn't really full self-driving in any way, shape, or form, I think he's overcharging for that software. Meta, also known as the Facebook parent company. Meta rose today after the Wall Street Journal said Meta is developing a new AI system capable, as capable as OpenAI's most advanced model and more powerful than the one it released two months ago that it called Llama 2. Meta hopes its new AI model will be ready next year. The AI fade, is it happening? Do you believe it? A lot of people think that uh, we got a little too hyped up on it. Now you're going to see companies give back some of that hype. Disney and Charter are nearing a carriage deal that's going to end the cable blackout. This has caught in the eyes of many pundits on Wall Street, in large part because for years in the 80s and 90s, we saw cable companies getting more and more powerful. We saw our cable bill go from 60 bucks to 70 bucks to 80 bucks to 90 bucks to 120 bucks. And we always got more, more, more channels, and that's how they were, set. they were basically implying this is great. truth of the matter is you got too many damn channels and nothing to watch and people just want it can i pick and choose can i go a la carte and that opened the door for streaming it is without a doubt that the cable companies have kind of been broken losing 25 percent of subscribers um and then Disney still wants more money every year for ESPN on cable. As does ABC, NBC, whoever's paying, right? Whoever's creating the content wants to be paid for it. And the cable company's like, why don't you give us that for free? The streaming side of it. Business like, oh, no, 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 no. All you're paying for is the cable side of it. It's like, it, it seems like it's a broken system now. In 2011, San Francisco started savings accounts for kindergartners. Now those kindergartners are going off to college. Um, it's pretty interesting. In 2011, San Francisco made headlines when it became the first city in the nation to kick off college savings account for $50 for every child entering kindergarten. There were 600 students who were involved in this. <sighs> Parents would be encouraged to save on top of it. And I can't say that it's a game changer. Tuition and fees have more than doubled in 20 years, reaching 10940 bucks at four-year in-state colleges. It's uh, $39,000 annually at a four-year private college. When adding in other expenses, the total tab comes to easily 70000 for undergraduates at some private colleges or even out-of-state students attending a four-year public school. 
So did the saving for California kids encourage parents to save more money? It did. Um, but when you come out with $10,000 saved from your childhood in your first 20 years, almost 11000 it doesn't feel like it's keeping up with college. Just throwing that out there. Not saying it's a horrible idea, but it seems underwhelming to me. Other things that we have to talk about today. COVID vaccine rollout begins early in the UK with a new variant under watch. Um, seeing more and more signs that there's, I think it's going to be a rough flu season is what they're implying. Rough flu and COVID. Um, but don't forget, sometime in the next 30 days, it's time to get your flu shot. If you're like me and you believe in science. Woo. Although, you know, does it work every single time? Who knows? 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 30. CEO of Google says NVIDIA will still be working together in 10 years from now with Google. Interesting how the hardware and uh, software companies are kind of finding cover with each other. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Big Department of Justice and Google trial gets started this week. It's going to take about 10 weeks, they believe. Google controls 90% of the search engine market. They have contracts with companies like Apple to be the default search engine. company called DuckDuckGo, who is a privacy-focused search engine, said an Android smartphone user would need to take 15 steps to select DuckDuckGo as the phone's default search engine. You're going to see a lot of A-listers in the world of tech taking the stand, including CEO Sundar Pichai. And Apple executives will dish the hot tech tea, so to speak, from the witness stand. Horrible earthquake over the weekend. I guess over the weekend, late last week, Friday night. In Morocco, 6.8. Magnitude earthquake struck Morocco, killing more than 2,100 people. Country's deadliest quake in 60 years. In murder headline news, which I think is its category all of its own, I got an email from a fellow Generation Xer last week who uh, told me that she only watches like horrible shows like murder, death, and crime shows, which I guess is a thing. Um, but Escape Murderer is still on the lam in Pennsylvania. He escaped from prison last month, stole a refrigerated van, changed his appearance. Uh, still haven't found him. It's it's one of those manhunts that ma- is making the news. And I always wonder, like, why did that one make the news? 
Djokovic and Coco Golf won the U.S. Open trophies. I don't have much else to say about that. I guess it was a good tournament because a lot of people were talking about it. Is that fair to say? An auto strike looms is in the headlines. And to me, this is why Tesla's probably going to win the EV battle more so than other firms. Or here's one advantage that Elon Musk has is he doesn't have unions. So Ford can make the best EV in the world, but they still have to pay that retiree salary from 30 years ago. And his pension. So big three Detroit automakers could come screeching to a halt of a new contract between the companies of the UAW. United Auto Workers Union isn't finalized by midnight Thursday. Even a 10-day strike would likely send Michigan into a recession. Ooh, you know what we're going to get this week? Apple. They're going to unveil the new iPhone 15. Can you stand it? Can you stand it? Uh, Are we going to get anything exciting here? A USB-C charging port? Is that is that our thing? Is that going to be the thing that people from who use uh, Android go? Ooh, now I want to use Apple. Don't see it. Aaron Rodgers is going to make his debut tonight on Monday Night Football. Um, question is, well, like I said earlier in the show, will subscribers be able to watch it or not? Because it's on ESPN. Uh, cable subscribers. Rosh Hashanah begins Friday night. The MTV Music Awards, again, something that a lot like Apple events where they announced the new iPhone. It used to be a thing to watch the MTV Music Awards. Now, maybe you hear about something, but you don't necessarily watch it live, I don't think. Or, or am I just too old? I think it's that one. Um, just a reminder for our children. Things can come back and haunt you later. Michigan State football coach Mel Tucker, he was suspended without pay amid an investigation into claims he sexually harassed a rape survivor and sexual violence educator. Um, I'm not touching that one. But with that being said, just again, remind your kids, be careful what they um, how they act, especially on social media. It hasn't been around long enough. TikTok in particular. Uh, to understand what's inappropriate and what's being saved that you don't know. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau couldn't leave India because his plane had technical issues. Uh, Worthy of note, planes still don't fly themselves, you know? We don't live in that day and age. Phoenix, Arizona temperatures topped 110 degrees Fahrenheit for the 54th day this year over the weekend. That's a new record. That's a lot of heat. Personal admission, I feel like I start to wilt now when I'm in the heat. Something about turning 50. I just, uh, the heat doesn't do me great. I couldn't imagine being in 100 degree heat on a regular basis. Throwing that down there for you. Found a pretty cool channel on YouTube over the weekend. It's called the Rare Earth Channel. And I found myself watching like these National Geographic videos. It's got a million subscribers, 203 videos. And it just shows like beautiful things in the earth, on the earth, whether it's animal life or caves or 
uh, the time 2,000 pounds of cocaine washed up in a small town. For some reason, I'm, I'm addicted. I'm, what I'm trying to get at, this is why cable TV is ending, in my opinion. It's not ending. I don't want to be dramatic. But is it investable? Oof. Oof. I don't see the growth catalyst. Except for the cable internet. Cable modems are all that in a bucket of chicken. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, I'm still reading a lot about shrinkage, i.e. theft from retail stores. Home Depot CEO warns retail theft is a big problem as the chain bolsters store security, even on small items. And I think we're going to have to see retail change a little bit more, right? When a company like Best Buy says, you know, you need to pick up the curb. One of the things they're trying to cut down on is people in the store. And they'll gladly bring you stuff out because you're not going to be stealing anything from their attendees' pockets. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does really frustrate me to see that society has come to this. When I go into my local gas station to grab a soda or something like that, um, and I see like a kid has opened up uh, a power drink and drank half of it and put it back on the shelf, I'm just like, his parents. Uh, I'm old, right? Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air anything you want to talk about we can talk about money investing and more find me online at Rob Black Show Twitter Rob Black Show or X Rob Black Show and YouTube channel the one that I like is called Rare Earth but the one you should like is called Rob Black Show questions about social security check out the social security retirement guide at robblack.com That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The NFL season kicked off yesterday. What I find the most interesting business story on the NFL and yesterday was that YouTube TV took over DirecTV as the exclusive home of the NFL Sunday ticket. The NFL awarded the rights out of of game markets. If you have YouTube TV, it's something like $299 a year. If you don't have YouTube TV, it's $399. That price goes up a little bit into the season or something along those lines. I'm not doing a commercial for YouTube TV. What I'm trying to say is they're paying $2 billion per year. That's a lot of money. It's the first time the package has moved away from DirecTV since 1994. Again, a sign of the times that cable and satellite... Not the only businesses in town. A lot of. What are we are? We call them X tweets. Is that what we're calling them? I guess on people either loving or hating the way the service works. Um, Sunday ticket on YouTube TV is already significantly better than direct TV. So says Joe. Video quality is better in the four-game multi-view is an awesome addition. Now let's pick the game combinations ourselves, and it'll be a home run. They're going to get there. Anyway, I think what's an interesting note is, again, big change from the way business was being done to the way business is being done. Had a debate. Okay, I don't even know if I want to call this a debate. There's one 
guy who emails me on a regular basis and he's a little unhinged when it comes to investment ideas. Like he only likes it if it's super risky. Otherwise he doesn't want to play the boring game of buying the S and P 500 and holding it for 10, 20, 30 years. He wants the meme stocks or he wants to invest in comic books. And what I found strange was he's trying to convince me to buy comic books. I've mentioned once or twice on the show, maybe most that I have a rare number one comic book. And, uh, I don't know how it came into my possession. I really don't. I know that I've had it since childhood. It's in plastic. It's the whole deal. It's all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if I'll ever sell it. I, I, I don't really know. I don't really. It's not something that I'm like. Mm, how shall we say? Uh, motivated to learn a lot about but he sounds like the guy from The Simpsons who could probably be called the comic book guy. Well, actually, if you buy 10 of the hottest 100 properties in the first edition, you'll end up more than you'll have if you invest in AMC stock, which I have. And they've gone to the moon, but they've also come back crashing to the earth. He even has this thing where he never sold his AMC. So he's since it hit a record low recently, he hit a record low recently. And he still thinks like, this is the way to invest. And to me, it's, I don't want to call it a sickness because that makes me sound like I'm picking on him. But sometimes boring's okay. Now, college is too damn expensive. And I would say for 50% of Americans, 40 to 60%. Um, it's probably worth it. But for 40% of Americans, I don't think college is worth it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, now, the prices at the University of California system, once upon a time, public universities, including the entire UC system, were tuition-free. Others charge students low tuition thanks to large state subsidies that covered much of the cost of operating a college. If you've ever been on a college, I'm sure you could say this isn't run like a business. There is a professor who teaches two classes and makes six figures. You're like, what's up with that? I'm not against people making as much money as they can. It just seems that there's many that are poorly run. Financial aid systems are um, surprisingly small. There is something that EP Wealth does, which I find pretty cool. You know, uh, I think we are, we're more than just investment management managers. Uh, we do estate planning. We do tax preparation. Uh, we make sure the tax preparation works with the estate planning. Uh, there's ways to invest in private debt and private equity. Uh, many, many, many more products and services. But one of the cool ones is helping you find college loans and helping you find uh, scholarships and helping you plan the cost of college. Do I want my kids to go to college? I'll be honest. Uh, I probably do most of the time. 
but I would be totally fine if one of my kids wanted to become a police officer or a firefighter. I'd be totally fine if they wanted to follow a different career like an electrician. I I don't think they have to be white collar jobs to have value in my life. Now, again, my father, he raised six children. All six of us went to college. All six of us got degrees. And that's something my mother is very proud of. Um, but oftentimes, I when my mother was alive, I'd tease her to go, you know, yes, he got six kids in college. Good job. Good job. Good job. Now, you also got six kids who didn't get a prison. I said, now, some of us have been to jail, but not prison. And I always thought that was funny. So I think there's something funny in there. Is there not? Anyhow, is college worth it? I think you have to figure that out. I, I think addressing it like you address your finances is probably a wise idea. Hostess brand stock is soaring today. Smuckers, who makes a lot more than just jams, has agreed to buy a company. Hostess, who makes a lot more than just Twinkies. Um, a big acquisition. I'd like to see more acquisitions on Monday mornings, to be honest with you. I'd like to see regional banks consolidate. I'd like to see some banks uh, consolidate. Smucker beat out competition against General Mills, the maker of Cheerios by Hostess. Hostess surged 17% in pre-market trading today. Smucker shares dropped about 10%. So yes, you can invest in a Twinkie. Would I do it? I don't think so. Indian food has margins, and they're just not that attractive to me. If the right stock came along and had a big fat dividend, um, of which J.M. Smuckers does have a pretty big fat dividend, 3.2%. Um, General Mills, much bigger company, has a 3.5% dividend yield. So I'm not eating my own words here. <laughs> See it? See how funny I am? Um. Yeah, just General Mills is a $38 billion company. James Smuckers is a $14 billion company. Tough for me to get behind a food company right now, but I'll have to think about it, and maybe I'll get back to you, because seeing those dividend yields, I'm like, maybe it's a good stock to retire with, you know, good income stock. But now that I'm on, I want to take a look at the last 10, 15 years and see how the stocks have held up in good economies and bad economies. I haven't done enough work is what it ultimately comes down to. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Big week for technology companies. You get Apple's iPhone 15. You get the ARM IPO. And you get the United States versus Google. Clearly, the antitrust showdown for the internet age, US versus Google. And yet, again, it doesn't feel dramatic, does it? Until I told you that it's starting this week, did you did you realize? Probably not. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Mortgages have run up. Buying a home is fraught with excitement. It's it's exciting. You dream of a better life, but high interest rates are a bit of a bummer. They're a bit of a downer. Today's high interest rates mean that buyers wind up paying double the sales price of the home over the course of a 30-year 
in uh, typical mortgage. If you bought a home for $406,700, if you financed 80% of that at 7.12%, you would end up paying over the 30 years $870,069. So $406,000 for the home, all the way up to eight hundred seventy. dollars So you pay basically double in interest, right? You bought a home for $406,000. You put $81,000 down. Interest paid over 30 years is $463,000. Now, you could refinance someday at a lower rate, but it's anyone's guess when rates will fall significantly. And historically, rates aren't actually that high right now. One. Uh, you know, I started buying my homes in right before in late ni- in mid-90s, and interest rates were 8 9%. Right now, they're at 7%. Uh, so we're not historically very high. We're just coming off an incredibly historically very low period for interest rates. Back in November of 1981, a home mortgage would cost you 18.3%. And people were buying homes still on the interest. That's pretty crazy, right? So are you willing to pay double for a home when you think about it? A $400,000 home is really $800,000 when you got it. Now you do get the deduction on the interest rate, on the interest not everyone does, though. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. As football season kicks off, streamers like YouTube and Amazon could force a TV turnover. <laughs> Don't you love when puns come in part of any show? YouTube's paying the NFL $2 billion a season for a seven-year deal. NBC Universal's Peacock is going to have a streamed game. First time doing a, a playoff wildcard game that's going to be streamed. How do you feel about that? Amazon's on its second year as the exclusive home of Thursday night football. Where Prime members can watch it, no extra charge. Last year, it was said that they pulled in 11.3 million viewers per telecast. Red Zone, the streaming deal, trying to reduce the prevalence of illegal streams, which lose leagues billions yearly. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery is reportedly going to offer a free live sports trial on its max streaming service for its NBA and Major League Baseball rights. Apple TV, we all know, has... Driven 288,000 new subscribers thanks to Lionel Messi. And they're sticking around for Apple TV, which is the interesting thing. Very good results for Apple. Disney said it is to be planning to offer an unbundled cable. uh, Unbundled from cable ESPN streamer by 2025. You know, I I read a lot this weekend on Disney and Eisner. Uh, Bob Iger, excuse me. And the thought is that Disney may be setting themselves up to sell to Apple. Spin off a couple of the TV stations. Now, it's pure speculation at this point in time. The idea of Apple buying Disney surfaced numerous times through the years. But this could be Bob Iger's. 
big dandy or, you know, a conclusion, a finale. He's getting over. And for the record, I want to mention, I own shares of Apple and I own just like a small amount of Disney. It's smaller than I wish, smaller than I, than I ever thought. Um, it was an account that I bought for my kids thinking like, oh, one day it'll be worth a lot of money. Um, and most stocks are, except for Disney, it just hasn't done anything for seven years, eight years now. So they think, you know, what's Biger's endgame. New York posted an article saying uh, some executives reportedly think it's going to be his endgame to sell the company to Apple. I think that's interesting. Um, analysts have long predicted that Disney and Apple could merge. Especially since Iger himself wrote, I believe that if Steve were still alive, we would have combined our companies or at least discussed the possibility very seriously. That's a quote. Now, again, would this mega merger ever get regulatory approval? I guess today's lesson is on mega mergers and mergers. I think so. Hmm. That one's got me scratching my head. Didn't think it was going to be that entertaining to me for me to think about uh, because I've already been seeing it all weekend long. Um, trying to find good stories for you. Kim Jong Il Un is taking a train to Russia. Very slow drive, thirty-seven miles per hour at its fastest. Uh, don't know what that really means. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a look at stocks. Starting the week off a little hopeful. SP 500 is up 17. The Dow's up 71. The NASDAQ's up 78. The Russell's up. It's the four major indices. And again, I like throwing in the Russell because I bet most of you have a 401k. And if you do, you've probably spread your money between large cap, mid cap, small cap funds. Or if you're those lifestyle or fidelity freedom funds, um, where you say, I'm going to retire in 20 years, so I want the fidelity 2040, then you definitely got some small cap. I like seeing the small cap participate. And this earnings season, I was doing some work, getting prepared for an interview later today. We are starting to see earnings revisions go higher for next year. I think that's a good thing. Analysts expect companies in the SP 500 to post a one half of a percent increase in profit in the current quarter, which would bring about a 1.2% increase for the year. Lofty projections come after analysts increased estimates during the first two months of the current quarter. So if Wall Street works over time, it's about earnings and there's a real concern that Wall Street has an earnings growth problem and stocks have a valuation tied towards a lack of earnings growth. The S&P 500 is trading at nearly 19 times expected earnings for the next year because it's had a good year. That's up from just below 70 times last year. I would say valuations do matter over time. But in a current slice of time, maybe not necessarily so much. The S&P 500 has been running white hot all year. S&P 500 is up 16% for the year. One. Even after some recent cooling off. 
It's going to be all about earnings. So for the year, the Nasdaq's up 32%. The S&P 500 up 16.5%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 4.3%. Ten-year Treasury sits at 4.2%. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's going to be a big week. We could potentially get an auto strike. Maybe a new iPhone 15 or something else announced. Um, last year, Apple couldn't make enough of their pro version phones. Or China couldn't make enough of them. They need to get that problem fixed so they can grow earnings. U.S. government's taking on Google in a historic trial. If they were to break up the company, it would be worth a lot more money than it is as a monopoly at this point in time. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.